Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. It's a good one. Uh, Michael Ross, finally, you're going to be called out for your pro-culturation. Pro, pro, <laughs> <laughs> Culture appropriation. Are cultural, you appropriating English? Cultural, <laughs> cultural appropriation. How dare you? I am Italian. I am one quarter by birth, and I am more by culture. Okay, that's not how it works. Uh, I I am. I studied I studied Italian okay. for twelve years. Okay, all right. Lived and breathed it. Mate. All right. Well, then when I was twelve, I was black because I mate what? I lived and breathed it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Like Ugandan? What are you talking about? I'm so in control of this podcast. Yeah, I can edit this, and I still won't. <laughs> I don't understand what you mean, but first up, uh, this weekend is a very special day for me and my partner. Uh, I nearly forgot, uh, but forgot in advance, forgot in a good way, and I think I dodged a bullet, but it is our anniversary, but how could it be if we got married in January? Friday Funnies. Uh, The longest running segment of the show's history, we dive into the local paper. Look at your local comics, and uh, depending on how good they are, that will determine how good your weekend will be. Some absolute shockers over the past fortnight. Uh, so we left Calgary yeah. Minor where it belongs. It wasn't great. Yeah, underground. In a super pit. <laughs> uh, now, we're diving into the Pilbara News. Okay. Uh, I believe these are also available in the Northwest Telegraph, these comics. Oh, yeah. uh, there's a little double up there. Yep. Uh, let's start with... So they're syndicated. They're syndicated. Wow. Uh, most uh, comics are. Uh, we'll start with Beyond the Black Stump, three-panel yep. comic. It's a koala and like a kookaburra mm-hmm. chatting with each other. And the koala's like a little bit heavy. Okay. Uh, and he says, I'm thinking you're jogging to get fit. And the kookaburra goes, that should get you into shape, Clive. He's like, I'm not so sure. Oh, what do you mean? So far, I've hardly broken a sweat. And I've been thinking about jogging for three months. Uh, well, so like they called him Clive. Yeah. I, d- I didn't mean to do my Clive Farmer voice. I didn't realise his name was Clive because I don't read them in advance. It's, uh, so it's fresh for everyone. Yeah. Uh, next up, Insanity Streak, one panel comic. Because if you did read them in advance, you wouldn't read them. <laughs> <laughs> one panel comic. Uh, it's like a, it's a bar, yep. and at the bar is Mr. Potato Head. Okay. But like he's rearranged like all wrong. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Right. He's like, like his he's, eyes on, yeah. his, on the top of his head gotcha. and the ears where his mouth is. Yeah. Uh, and he goes to the bartender, he said something about rearranging my face and then I blacked out. So Mr. Potato Head, very scrappy, probably needs to be ejected from from the bar. Who rearranged his face? Someone, someone that he obviously got in a fight with. Where's Mrs. Potato Head? Well, she's not there for good reason. Yeah. You know, like... I mean, mate, like, have a look at what you got at home. Uh, and finally, Wizard of Id. Okay. Three-panel comic. Yep. Uh, it's a forest with, like, uh, like a Robin Hood kind of characters. Nice. And, and they're, like, working on their, like, bows by a tree. Yep. And then suddenly in the next panel, it's like, shunk, shunk, and two arrows fly into the tree. And it goes, a message for Robin Hood. And another guy says, oh, Robin, what does it say? And the, the, the signs say on the arrows, it says, The Arrow Store and Ed's House of Leotards. 
Robin Hood goes, nah, it's just spam. Ah! <laughs> I kind I kind of like that. That's not bad. That's not bad. You're gonna have a you're gonna have like a like a six out of ten weekend, like an above average weekend, yeah. but nothing to write home about. Like you won't stub your toe. Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's up early with Ben Har Harvey. Mm. Who give me the news? Snacks brand Australia have had their gas price bill increase from $3 million to $9 million, forcing the price of some of your favourite chips up 30 to 50 cents a packet. I guess they're expecting us to chip in. <laughs> That's the best I've got. I was also going to say perhaps turn the kettle off, but they don't make those. So <laughs> It still would have been appropriate, so uh, I'll give you a little one there. Uh, Taronga Zoo has revealed two out of five of the lions that escaped actually made it past a second fence, evading capture for several hours by lying down. <laughs> Cause, okay. Because they're, they're lions. Yep. And they were, and they were, they they were like, lying down. They were like, where are they? They're lying Finally, um... A Finnish woman has uh, revealed why she married her stepbrother and uh, their parents uh, don't actually have a problem with it. Uh, and I can understand why, and she can understand why people will. I'm going to start again. Hey <laughs> <laughs> uh, <hi> guys. <laughs> a Finnish woman has revealed why she met. This is very wordy, so we're going to need everyone to pay attention. Okay. <clears throat> a Finnish woman has revealed why she married her stepbrother. Oh. And while their parents don't have a problem with it, Mm -hmm. she can understand why other people will. I guess when you put two steps together, you're bound to get stairs. See? (laughs) It is. It's It's very wordy. wordy. It's very wordy. But like step, step, brother, brother, stairs. But it's very clever. Yeah, people looking. Yeah. No, I I do like it. Mm. And I'm glad you could finish it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Ross, a former Australian Olympic swimmer, Scott Miller, uh, has been jailed because I don't know if you remember, he was caught smuggling the methamphetamines into Australia. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, and he smuggled them in candles. Oh. And it seems to me oh, beautiful. Not the meth. Like yes. Candle filled with meth. Yep. And look, it was 280, sorry, 80... 800 grams of heroin, more than $72,000 in cash was under the boat as well, uh, the actual cash. Uh, and look, they were sort of melted down into, you know, like a, like a wax candle. You can imagine, I mean, you don't even have to be, you don't have to be Pablo Escobar to imagine what this would look like. You melt it down to a candle. Yep. And then yeah, you melt that down and then there it is. That's so it's just in disguise. It's not in a candle. That's a fair point. Yeah, it is the it's candle. Just, yeah. It is the candle. So if someone lit it, if you lit that wick. Woo! Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't like, wow, this place is so relaxing. No, it's not. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but look, Scott Miller, bad bad boy from the Olympics, right? But he tried to smuggle it in. But I want to know, one eight hundred zero double one triple six. what have you successfully smuggled into something? Now, look. It's up to you. Cops aren't listening, but it's up to you if you want it to be illegal. I, of course, don't condone it. Do you condone it? No, we don't condone it. No, not at all. No. But we have like a boss that that smuggled a honky nut across 
Is that a honky nut? A boab nut. Sorry, what else? A honky nut. (laughs) No one's going to care about a honky nut. (laughs) (laughs) A A boab nut. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, Across state lines, which is, you know, not supposed to do that at all. Uh, And then, like, how many times you had to smuggle things into the movie theater? Oh, all the time. What's actually the biggest thing you've got into a movie theater? Uh, we've taken burgers in before, me and my mates, burgers. and a two-litre bottle of Pepsi. <laughs> How? Uh, you just, it's normally you send someone to buy the tickets, the other people like stand back kind of thing, yeah. you know, you, and uh, it was actually at the one that you would know as well, the one in Perth, oh, near your old school, yeah. and they could be like super strict on it. Yeah. So yeah, you'd be like tucking under the hoodies, you go like, I'm going to buy our five tickets, boys, you go over there, and then we're going to like... You, you could get it where someone's, like, ripping tickets and you just kind of go past. Yeah. And then it looks like the New Mexico border, like, where yeah. everyone's like, go, 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 <laughs> you just scatter. 1-800-011-666, give us a call. What have you successfully smuggled in? It's the greatest hits. It's Mitchell and Michael. And uh, we were asking on 1-800-011-666, uh, what have you successfully smuggled? Oh, look, after the uh, Olympian Scott Miller tried to smuggle in methamphetamines disguised as candles, uh, and look, no calls because... You it's can, a little bit scrupulous. It's yeah, they bit. think like, especially with you, with your glasses, they think you're in with the cops. I'm a narc. Yeah, yeah. yeah you look real narky. <laughs> Where, actually, it'd be me. Because <laughs> that's how we get you. <laughs> your brother-in-law's a cop. There you go. You yeah. Know? So yeah. it's like he's already on the inside. He's yeah. a little snitch. You're like, well, Mitch, he looks like real dodgy. And then I'm like, oh, what crimes are we getting up to today, boys? <laughs> hey. uh, now I've got you. But no, we do have some texts that have come through. Because look, it doesn't have to be illegal uh, smuggling. No. Because like, there's some there's some grey area smuggling. I mean... You might be at an event mm. where you can drink, yes, but you would like to BYO, you yeah. know. So Save it's like few bucks. It's like it's not illegal per se. How would you? It's very frowned upon. How would you do that? Well, we've got a text coming through on oh four eight hundred nine seven four hundred, uh, and we'll keep them anonymous. Uh, but they say that you can smuggle your beverages in children's yogurt packets. You know the ones with the screw top? Oh, the squeeze pouches. The little, yeah, the pouches, yeah. So empty out the pouch, wash it out, and then uh, fill it with your favorite drinks. And then, especially if the kids are there, so yeah, you might be at, like, say, like a family yeah. family event, but maybe they've got the serving beers as well kind of thing. So you're like, oh, it's just yogurts for the kids. Do you have to like, mark it like Subway so you know which one's which? You know, where you're like, that's true. This one, <laughs> this was like strawberry and French vanilla. This one is Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of a problem yesterday at the old airport. Yeah, what's uh, happening? So, it was a it was a five o flight heading uh, to Headland, I believe, out of Perth, and uh, just after like takeoff, mm-hmm. they suddenly started doing like laps over the ocean. Well, like the just a little scenic tour, just like, a little scenic tour near Clarkson. Yeah, just, hey, hey just, guys, remember this when you're at work. Just see that? Oh, it's the ECU Judelub campus. Oh, beautiful. There it is again on your left. And they just well, they did laps for two hours. Why? Because they had to burn up fuel to go back to Perth Airport. And you know what that means? Oh, no. They're worried about it crashing. Oh, no. So isn't that a nice little side of... I, I wonder if the pilot told them that over the PA. Like, we're just going to use up a little bit of fuel you... in case something goes wrong where we land. Like... I want to be the silver lining guy, right? Because yeah. obviously they landed and safe because I didn't see it on the news. Yeah, it um, was fine. In that theory, can we also drink all the alcohol? 
I mean, we've got to get rid of all flammables. Like, oh, I mean, look, there's a lot of jacks on board. Let's just go, 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 go. I'm doing it for you guys. <laughs> you know, dreams are pretty magical. And now football's pretty magical too. Well, that's the thing about, that's what I like about. Yeah, that's the thing about, the thing about football. Have you ever heard of the NRL's version of, like, Magic Round? Uh, like, I've seen it, but I don't know what it is. So all the teams travel to one place yep. to play the whole weekend's games, like, in that state. Is it, like, mid-season? It's during the season, yeah. Okay. And so the AFL is announcing this morning, there's a press conference, I believe, starting now, yep. uh, that they will be headed to South Australia yep. in, I believe, the Easter school holidays. Yep. So that'll be, like... A month or a month or like six yeah. weeks into the season, all t- all eighteen teams go to South Australia and play all their games there. Where? Because I've been to South Australia, the well, Adelaide Oval at the local park. Uh, High set no, um, <laughs> Theberton Oval, Titanium Alberton Arena, where the Thirty Sixers play. Why not? They may as well. They've run out of ovals. Uh, Vance at a park in Mount Gambier. Yes. That's that a little, nice little reference well. there. Uh, what is, uh, so all the AFL games, why why do they do it one place, all teams? So they, apparently it makes a lot of money for the NRL. They, with, they reckon each team will make half a million dollars by going to play that one game. Why? I don't. I don't really get it. They they reckon that it the festival of footy that is a magic round. Yeah. They think it's like it, every game becomes like sellout crowds. Why is it called magic round? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I mean, it started. I guess with the NRL. Is it for the NRL? Is it their version of Indigenous round? Like, forgive that's me if I'm wrong. Th- that's but, what I thought it was. Yeah, but but their concept is is they have the whole festival in kind of like one place, whereas. It, it's not going to be the Sir Doug Nichols round. It is a new round. And so there are 23 games next year played across 24 rounds. So it's an extra. Everyone went, well, we're only doing it if we have it as an extra game. Oh. So that no one gives up home games. Okay. So you still get, you so still there's get more your, games. There's one more game next year and everybody goes to South Australia. And you have to bid for it. So in 2024, WA could bid and win the magic round to have the festival that's if it goes well i mean like you go in adelaide it could be a disaster you know yeah the magic round is getting out of adelaide <laughs> we've seen the optus hack mitch which you were caught up in uh, uh yes my details did get released and uh now medibank are the flavor of the month yes and not to i have fomo so i immediately Jumped in and You're like, up and <laughs> Now, uh, one man who knows cybersecurity better than anyone is uh, Matt from Best IT. G'day, Matt. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? I can't tell. Oh, yeah, forget about that. Yeah. Uh, if, if you could just say a series of words to identify yourself, that'd be excellent. <laughs> yep. Oh, you should have my details. I, I use Medibank. Ah. Do uh, you really? No, I don't. Oh. <laughs> you? Uh. I thought Mitch might have had the double hack. Yeah, no, I thought about it. What exactly happened? Is it exactly the same as Optus, the way the hackers got in? Oh, yeah, okay. So the VPN, you want me to talk nerd? Yeah, yeah. No, full nerd. Yeah, okay. I haven't looked into it too in-depth, but I know that they got through the VPN, so probably someone's credentials, I'd say. Oh. Okay. So, like... So, finding, like, a higher-up person's uh, sensitive info, and then they can get into the system that way. Or possibly uh, phishing... Uh, a link, and someone's put their details into that, and they're using the same username password for the VPN, something along those lines. But well, surely people in that position that would have those details are smart enough to not fall for phishing. 
yeah, you'd think, couldn't you? But anyone can be fished, so and there's a bit of a stigma around that, and and we're sort of trying to trying to train people to understand that a CEO is just as likely to be fished or be scammed or tricked as someone that has a disability or someone that has less education or you know it doesn't matter where you're from. The, the, uh, the numbers go, just go across the population the same. Is that because we've become such a digital world, it's not uncommon to n- follow a link somewhere to, to fill out some details? Like We use so much like online services, you could easily be misled if it's a good-looking email, if it's a good-looking scam. Absolutely. And, and you know now how simple it is to, I guess, to create an email and to copy someone's email address or make it look like it's coming from somewhere like a Netflix or whatever. It's very simple to do. Um, and we're very trusting, you know, trusting people in Australia. Um, and we are very wealthy, trusting people. So that's why we're targeted a lot. Um, and, uh, and anybody from the age of, you know, sort of in the, your teenage years, but like I said, the click, clicking rates on fishing links is the same if you're in your teenage years as it is in your, you know, your 80s and 90s. Is there any point in Medibank paying the ransom? Yeah, that's the question. So it was, what was it, a dollar US per person's details, I think? Oh, wow. That was that's what they were asking for. So a dollar a day. That, if you weigh that up, it's a dollar, not a lot, is it? Wow. So, but t- is, so there any, is there yeah, any but, proof that they'll actually delete it or just give you a copy back? Yeah. Yeah, that's the question. I don't know. It depends on the, on the reputation of the organization that's doing it a lot of the time. So, look, I know about a lot of high-profile cases that they have paid the ransom and the data hasn't been released. Oh. So, but then again, I know about, I've worked with some that they paid the the ransom and then they, they've come back and asked for more or there's been a, you know, oh. the negotiations go on. So I don't know. It's a tricky one. What's uh, wrong I don't with... Know. These are Russians, aren't they? They're Russian, um, some sort of Russian gang that are doing this. So I don't know about them. I haven't done any research on them. But uh, yeah, who knows what their reputation's like. I was just going to say, look, what's wrong with crooks these days? There's no honour. There used to be <laughs> honour, you know? <laughs> I did that. Yeah. <laughs> so do you say you know it's for sure Russian? Uh, well, that's what's been, uh, I guess, published in the press. So, yeah, they're saying Russian. Uh, it's all pointing back to Russian activists. So, um, yeah. And that we know that's fairly commonplace uh, where, you know, a lot of these scams come from. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't surprise me at all. If you want to keep your business safe, use Best IT. Uh, Matt's here joining <laughs> well, us uh, to talk everything <laughs> cybersecurity. Before you go, what do you like about... So, I have to change my email every couple of weeks at work and I just change the number. Like, I just make it go up one each time. Yeah. You have to change your password. Yeah. So it'll be like yeah. egg salad two, exclamation mark. And then the next time I change it, it's egg salad three, exclamation mark. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Normally, people use their business name, like triple M, capital T. Then yep. they put the year that they started there, and then they tick that number up. And if they have to put a uh, you know special character on, they'll throw the exclamation mark on the end. Oh. All right. So better change everything. <laughs> 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 Thanks, mate. Uh, Thanks, boys. Good to speak to you. Weather not too far away. Uh, we're going to talk a bit of the round ball. The after. football? The football after 8 30 uh, because uh, the Cricket World Cup is done for Australia. Uh, congrats to England and Pakistan making the final, but that's over. Australia's out. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. It's all focused on Qatar, so yep. more on that after 8 30. Uh, look, we always get up pretty early to do breakfast radio, but yes. I was up earlier than normal. Yeah. Because uh, I woke up this morning before like 3 a.m. And my wife was like writhing in pain beside me. Oh, like like I thought at first I thought she was having like a nightmare that she was kind of going like uh, just kind of like yeah wriggling and like and I was like and I was sort of, <laughs> started like 
was like pushing her, being like, hey, wake up. Like off the bed. Thing. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> I was like giving her a little shot, being like, hey, wake up. I think you're having like a bad oh, nightmare yeah, 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 kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, stop it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're right. I was like, what's, I was like, what's wrong? And she was like, she was terrible, terrible pain. Oh, yeah. Terrible abdominal pain. And, uh, and like, my, I was going, well, like, how bad, like, how bad are we talking? Because, like, I've never seen her, like, writhing, like, moving in yeah. pain kind of thing. No, she's a, she's a tough gal. And she's a, yeah, she's a pretty tough gal. Uh, she, she knows pain. And so she was like, she's like, this is up there. She's like, it's like an eight out of ten. Wow. And I was like, that, I was like, that is, is that go to hospital pain? That's the first time that's ever been said to you, too. That's an eight out of ten. <laughs> I was like, wow, the scale could go that high. Uh, I was like, is this? I was like, is this hospital pain? I was like, yeah. What is that? Because uh, because she's and she was saying she. Like, it turns out I'd been asleep for a while and she had been going through it for like most of the night. Did she not wake you up? Like, yeah. What a sweet girl. And I was like, I was like, let's like let's go. Can you get up? Like let's go to hospital kind mm. of thing. And you know what she said? What? She goes, but I don't want to be like Mitch in case it's a fart. <laughs> <laughs> because. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because I once uh, famously went to hospital in America, uh, had like a $30,000 bill, uh, was there overnight, they did so many tests and they found out they just needed to fart. <laughs> so she doesn't even be like you. And so oh. I just left it with some medicine and a heat pack and I went to work. <laughs> so I don't know. I got, I got a surprise when I get home. <laughs> Lamb, Mitchell and Michael, and joining us on the line now, Mitch, is a man who knows the round ball game better than anyone. It is the one and only Blaine Treadgold. G'day, Blaine. Mitchell, Michael, how are we this morning, boys? More like Blaine Tread Green and Gold. Now, <laughs> how are the Socceroos looking heading into Qatar? Uh, mate, it's exciting, isn't it? We didn't thought we, we, we didn't think we'd be there for uh, periods of the qualification. It was pretty hard, uh, hard going. And I think when we got there over Peru, there was just a big sense of, of relief from football fans around the country. But uh, five straight. Um, well, well, I think we'll talk about another country very shortly who hasn't made the World Cup. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's just great to be there. Are we expected now to make the World Cup each time now? Yeah, there will become a bit of an expectation. Uh, there's talk that the uh, it may become a little bit easier with, obviously, there's 32 teams, uh, 32 countries around the world that make the World Cup, but uh, that's expected to that it might push out to maybe 48 teams, so qualification mm-hmm. will become a little bit easier. Uh, whether that's good for the game, good for the level, I'm not really sure. That's probably up for a little bit of debate, but, yeah, there's certainly an expectation now. Uh, we went 32 years without making a World Cup, plenty of years of heartbreak, but now five, five on the roll. Uh, yeah, we're not looking too bad. And what do we think about this year's Socceroos squad? Uh, are you feeling confident? Yeah, there's probably a question around depth. I mean, we always refer back to that golden generation uh, of 2006 when we had, you know, so many players playing in, in the top leagues. You, uh, you know, your Harry Keels, your Mark Vadukas, your Tim Cahills and the like. We probably don't have that right now. But, you know, there's a sense with these guys that they want to get out and, and achieve something. Um, and it's it, it's football. Uh, you know, it's a game of inches. You could, you could have a bit of luck and it can go your way. And you never know. We could walk away from the, the game against France with the win. Um, that's how good football is at times. But surely we'd be doing a little bit better. We'd feel a little bit more confident if we had the 18-year-old sensation Christian Volpato. Why does he not want to play for the Socceroos? 
Yeah, well, it's it's an interesting one, isn't it? There's a lot of different um, rhetoric going on about this at the moment. Uh, he put a statement out saying, look, he just wants to concentrate on his club football, which is fair enough. It's his it's his decision, his prerogative at the end of the day. Um, he's got a strong Italian link as well. There's talk that he may be waiting for an Italian call-up. Um, but it's a, it's a fine line because once you do play senior football for one country, you can't swap and change back to another country. So, I mean, he could be sitting on the sidelines, the Italian team's quite competitive to get in uh it does surprise me i mean if it was me and i was 18 years old and graham arnold gave me a call and said hey do you want to go play for australia at the world cup i think myself and many other 18 year olds would be uh well and truly in that boat but at the end of the day it is it is his decision is he good enough to sort of pick and choose and sort of come in whenever he wants is he is he that level yet well, I mean, he plays at Roma under Jose Mourinho, a big name in world football. He's been playing some minutes over there in the Serie A competition, Italian's, uh, the Italy top division. Uh, he's also played in the Champions League. So, I mean, he would be considered one of our one of our players if he did pull on the green and gold that is playing at one of those higher levels. So, uh, certainly, he was on that list. Graham Arnold gave him a call, and uh, unfortunately, he said, uh, thanks, but no thanks. I think Christian should have a good hard think. And, you know, it's pretty good being a big fish in a small pond. You, know, like I, you don't want to be a little fish in Italy. <laughs> no, that's certainly, uh, and uh, it's a whole, I mean, football is their life, calcio, as they call it over there in Italy. Uh, it is everything to them. Uh, they, you know, they live their lives by it, probably a little bit more than we do over here. But, uh, yeah, it's competitive, it's tough, it's rough, it's, um, yeah, it, it's super competitive. So uh, we'll see. He could change his mind down the line. You, you never know. So who are we, who Who's the guy? Who's who's the Michael Jordan right now in Australian soccer? Well, there's a there's a there's a young bloke by the name of Grand Quoll. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of his name. 18 years old. He uh, played for Australia against New Zealand. He's only played a few minutes, but he brings a bit of an X factor. He played against uh, Barcelona for the A League All Stars, and he certainly turned some heads. Even uh, the coach of Barcelona said, "Look, maybe he's one to watch." Um, and just recently, it's been picked up by Newcastle United over there in the Premier League. So he's going to go over and join Newcastle in January. So plenty of promise in that young fella. Blaine, if people want your thoughts on more football, Far Post, is that the best place to head to? Yeah, the Far Post Perth. Um, we'll be covering a bit of the World Cup, obviously plenty on local football as well. Uh, Perth Glory and the likes who aren't travelling you know, as well as what we'd like at the moment. Or just, uh, yeah, hit me up on Twitter at Blaine Treadgold. Nice and easy. Just ask him a question. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks, boys. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.